The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, L. Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason... Wait a minute. L. Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds Who difference. are you to, to, to doubt L. Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, the, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown... Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello. And welcome to episode 231 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jone. Hey. What's going on, friend? Oh, not much, friend. How are you? I'm good, friend. I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for WrestleMania weekend. It's finally here. <laughs> I'm over it already. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't even got here, and you're already just like, uh. This is how I felt on election night. Nothing has changed. I got you. I got you. And we're joined tonight by our special guest, none other than Mo underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo Reese? What's going on? How's the chill conglomerate? Hey, we're chilling as always. Always. <laughs> oh, we're, we're still lying in 2019. No, we're telling all truths in 2019. Oh, it's just like Amanda Lyons say that. Here we go. <laughs> Glad that Dee Dee and Maurice could reunite and, you know, <laughs> get right back into their lovely banter that they have. The WrestleCast can be found each and every week on the CSPN. You can find the CSPN on the web at CSPN.us. All right, Miss Didi Janay, I know you've been waiting all week since we last spoke. It's time, it's time to play Who You Got for WrestleMania. So please join us starting at 7 p.m. Use the hashtag ManiaCast to share your commentary with color. So we'll start off with the Women's Battle Royal. Confirmed entrants are Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, and Zelina Vega. So we'll start with our guest. Mo underscore Reese, who you got? I'm going to go out with a limb here. And I'm going to go with Lacey Evans. Oh, okay. Someone who's not confirmed, but could be. So your choice is definitely a good one. Miss Didi Jeunet, who you got? You said Oscar. I said Oscar. I got Oscar. All right. I'm going to go with Naomi. Why not? Have her win back to back. Hmm. Next up, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Confirmed entrance, Braun Strowman, Michael Che, Colin Joust. Andrade, Cien Almas, Apollo Cruz, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, The Lucha House Party, Bo Dallas, Kurt Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, Connor, Mustafa Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis, 
Tucker, and EC3. So, Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? I have Braun Strowman. Good choice, man. Mo underscore Reese, who you got, man? Oh, wow. A lot of um, a, a wide variety to choose from. Um, I'll go with Braun. All right. And because, you know, we got to play this game the right way, I'm going to go with Colin Joust. <laughs> you are ridiculous, but that's okay. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> now for the match that is destined to be on the pre-show, for the Cruiserweight Championship, we're going to have Buddy Murphy defending against Tony Nice. So, Maurice, who you got? I'm going to go with Tony Nice. All right. Miss Didi Jonet? Uh, I got Buddy Murphy. Okay. I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy as well. I think he's going to get one more title defense before he finally gives up the title. He's had the title since Australia, correct? Uh-huh. Yep. Yes, he, <laughs> he had a nice little run with it. In his farewell match, we have the legend, Kurt Angle, going up against Baron Corbin, Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? I'm never picking Baron Corbin. It will not ever happen. All right. Maurice, who you got? Put me down for the gold medalist. I'm going to follow suit, and I'm going to say Kurt Angle as well. Balls count anywhere between The Miz and Shane McMahon. Maurice, who you got? Uh, Miz. All right, Miss Didi Jonet. Same. I'm going to pick Shane McMahon. I knew you would. Yeah, I knew you would go against the grain. <laughs> the Usos are defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships against Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Ooh. Bar, and Rusev and Nakamura. So, Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? Damn. Mmm. Let's say Rusev and Nakamura. Oh, wild card. Ooh. I don't really believe it, but I don't know. All right. Maurice, who you got? Uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. I'm going to go with the Usos, the champs for team. Yo, I'm making notes in the ugliest way ever, but it's so much faster. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all are gonna see this and be like, "What is this chicken scratch bullshit?" But it's so much faster than trying to type. Oh my god! We have Sasha Banks and Bailey defending the women's tag team championships against Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Nia Jax and Tamina, and the Iconics. Samo underscore Reese, who you got? Um. Chance for team. All right. Miss Didi Jonet. Same. This is a tough one for me. Do it. He, he doesn't he's not he don't want to go against his girls. You better you better pick Team Straya. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the double <laughs> iconics. There you go. You guys know me too well. For real. Listen, I thought that I watched you for months not pick Alexa when you knew that's what you wanted in your heart. Just go with your gut. And I was always right when I didn't pick her, too. Yes, that's correct. So just go ahead and do what you want. 
a match that should get in the ring, but is up in the air because Rey Mysterio Jr. legitimately hurt himself on Monday night. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Miss Didi Jone, who you got? Well, I was always going to pick Samoa Joseph. He deserves. All right. Mo underscore Reese, who you got? Definitely champ retains in this one. I'm going to go Samoa Joe as well. I'm still a little bit disappointed we didn't see Samoa Joe do something to Dominic. He wished that on that baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> S- Sunday hasn't passed yet. I still may get my wish. For the Intercontinental Championship, we have Bobby Lashley going up against Finn Balor. You can skip me. You already know what it is. <laughs> Mo underscore Reese, who you got? You know Vince doesn't waste um, the demon, so we want with Finn. <laughs> yep, I'm going with Finn as well. Triple H versus Batista in a <laughs> no hose barred match with Triple H's career on the line. So, Maurice, who you got? <sighs> uh, I was just, I was going back and forth with this one. Um, we'll go with Drax to destroy you. What? DC Dave, Miss Didi Jeanne, who you got? I also planned on picking Batista. Well, that leaves me no choice but to take Triple H. Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. In the battle to see who owes Miss Didi Jonay mortgage, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Miss Didi Jonay, who you got? You already know. I got AJ. All right. Mo underscore Reese, who you got? Yeah. Go with AJ. No, we got with all lives. I'm going to pick AJ as well. Oh. Can't roll with all lives. I know. There's still a lot of matches left. I could sacrifice that one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the big dog, Roman Reigns, faces off against Drew McIntyre. Miss Didi Jonay, who you got? You can't have a baby losing at WrestleMania. What kind of story is that? Gotta go with Roman. Maurice, who you got? As much as it pains for me to say this, Roman Reigns. It pains you? Yes. <laughs> really? I mean, Joe, 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 Joe the man is, is decent, and I'm here for him, his recovery efforts, but Roman Reigns, the character, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, he's he battled back, so it's the obvious choice. But it pains you. It pains me to see that. <laughs> I mean, I know you have your Samoan Yes, no, it's honestly it's fine. A lot of people on that screen pain me too, so it's fine. I understand. Every time I see Rhonda, I feel how you feel. So I get <laughs> right. it. I fully get it. No judgment. Light judgment. <laughs> Done. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre just because. Listen, let's make if it fun. you win, just because you've been playing spoiler this whole day, I'm be so mad. I got to have a different strategy than I've been taking. All right. For the WWE Championship, we have the champion, Daniel Bryan, defending against Kofi Kingston. I dare either one of you to say Daniel Bryan. I double dog dare you. 
Now, why would I do a thing like that? All right, Mo. You know I ain't going with Daniel Bryan, so what are you me? That's what I thought. <laughs> it's Kofi Mania up in here. Oh, I know. You know it. For the Universal Championship, we have the champion, Brock Lesnar, defending against Seth Rollins. Maurice, who you got? Uh, Suplex City is going to burn to the ground, and Seth Rollins is going to hold the title up at the end. So, going with Woke Rollins. <laughs> All right, Miss Didi Shane, who you got? I completely agree. Well, this isn't a spoiler. No, <laughs> no, no, please don't. Do it, do it. Brock Lesnar. He's holding that title at the end of that match. Oh, he probably will be. Yeah, no this, is, this is why I told y'all how I felt about Sunday. It's going to be like it was on the election day. Don't get y'all's hopes up. Be prepared to be sad. I see it like this. You got three championship matches, major championship matches that everybody wants to see the outcome of. Two out of three of them may go your way. Somebody's got to be the sacrificial lamb, and it's got to be Seth Rollins. Sorry. That's so cute that you think that. <laughs> I really feel like Vince is here to watch the world burn. Uh... I will, I will be very happy to be wrong. Don't get me wrong, but I just, uh, I don't got no faith in you people. Not you people, but them people. <laughs> and then the historic main event of the evening, Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair with both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship titles on the line. So, Miss Didi Jone, who you got? With the caveat that if it's Charlotte, I get to say I told you so. My pick is Becky. All right. Maurice, who you got? I'm going with the man. Mm-hmm. Done. My heart says the man. Mm-hmm. But my want to win this game. Correct. Says Charlotte Flair. Okay. Those are the 15 WrestleMania matches previewed here on the WrestleCast. Visit our official Twitter page on underneath the WrestleCast and you can vote and tell us who you got for each and every match. There will be a poll up through the weekend so you can tell us who you think is going to be successful this weekend at WrestleMania. Once again, the hashtag for the live tweet of WrestleMania will be hashtag ManiaCast starting at 7 p.m. You can join us starting at 5 p.m. for hashtag say no to pre-shows. Miss D.D. Guess who won't watch those pre-shows? <laughs> Woo, I will see y'all at 730. <laughs> <laughs> I say two, two out of three will be watching the pre-shows. Somebody will not. <laughs> Please, you already know it won't be me. So this should be a lot of fun. Can't wait to see the spectacle that is WrestleMania 35. So we'll transition into Monday Night Raw, which took place in Washington, D.C. Stephanie McMahon comes out. She hypes WrestleMania. 
And then she teases, adding herself to the main event because, of course, Monday was April's Fool's Day. Steph praises the women getting to the main event of WrestleMania and says that in the match, all the titles will be on the line in a winner-takes-all match. Thoughts, questions, concerns, Miss Didi? Paul and Brock come out. Heyman introduces himself and says Brock will win on Sunday. He says he'll take all Rollins has to offer and everything he has in life. Heyman runs down all Brock has taken at Mania over the years, and it will be Rollins' final match as Brock ends his career. Heyman says Rollins is nothing more than an afterthought, and then Seth Rollins arrives. He says it's the biggest match of his career. Seth says nobody wants Brock here because they are all sick of him. Rollins puts over Brock and then says him beating him is not impossible. Seth says he will beat Brock and there's nothing Brock can do about it. Rollins attacks, but he gets German suplex. Then Seth Rollins hits a low blow and super kick. The curb stomp follows and Seth Rollins stands tall. After the break, Rollins comments on his actions, saying Brock had it coming. Maurice, those actions right there should have told you that um, Brock Lesnar's going to win this match on Sunday, man. <laughs> Brock Lesnar looked at Paul Heyman X with the check cleared, and then, you know, once Paul gave him the okay, he went back to being in quote unquote pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Tamina, Nia Jax, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce, they faced off against Natalia, Beth Phoenix, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Beth shoves Sasha Banks and tags in. Beth runs wild. She hits a power slam, but Tamina cuts her off. Beth then spears Tamina through the barricade. Peyton Royce rolls Beth Phoenix back in, and then Beth hits the glam slam, and Natalia, Beth, Bailey, and Sasha get the win. Poor, poor Peyton Royce. (laughs) That woman was screaming. You can hear her. That woman was screaming loud. She already knew what was coming. Beth Phoenix clearly did not see my text of please don't break Peyton Royce. She's She's so good. She was up and she came crashing down. Didi, do you have any thoughts on Beth Phoenix this week? Literally none. (laughs) <laughs> you seem to have less and less thoughts on Beth as the weeks have gone on what's up with that here's the thing she's like you know how like in certain horror movies the more you mention the bad thing the bad thing happens right, right? so if I just don't mention her maybe she'll go away because the thing of it is, is the WWE is hateful and so if I go I hate Beth I hate Beth. I hate Beth. They're not going to get rid of her. You remember what they did to Ryback. He was there for years. Years. I spent a good 80 of these episodes of the WrestleCast wishing (laughs) he would go away. Like, it took forever. If I just stop talking about her, maybe she'll just go home. Maybe Edge will be like, ooh, my back hurts. And she'll, like, you know, go massage it and never come back. Okay, well... We'll see if this theory holds up after uh, Monday night. Probably not, but I'm going to try. I'll do my best. Batista arrives for some promo time. He's over big time in his hometown, of course. 
He points to the screen for Triple H versus Batista video package, reminding us that he's owned Triple H over the years. Batista looks in the camera. He tells Hunter, kiss my ass. And then he leaves. <laughs> so simple. That, that's all we needed. He says simple to the point and he can leave. <laughs> Elias, he's back in New York City and he's hey. hyping his mania performance and he says nobody better not interrupt. So if you're going to make a wager, who do you think is going to interrupt? Who? I really don't know. <laughs> Honky Tonk Man would be my guess. But can you ask why they, when, when they really talk about coming to the New York area, they gotta mention Beyonce and Jay Z. Like they're the only ones in this in that area who who's relevant. <laughs> Not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just like that's just that they, their go to. And whoever else he mentions and everything. I'm just like... It's Brooklyn, baby. Yeah. They'll be in Brooklyn, what, Monday night? (laughs) Barclays. You know, New York, New Jersey. It's all the same. If you can get to it on the train, it is the same thing. pretty much. (laughs) Apollo Crews took on Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal takes control. Of course, he starts grinding Apollo Crews to the mat. Apollo Crews battles out and he escapes. Apollo Crews follows with clotheslines and he hits the frog splash. Apollo Crews gets the win. All the mid-carters were around the ring. They jump into the ring. And they have a big post-match brawl to hype the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Kurt Angle, he bids Raw a farewell. He makes his way to the ring. He thanks the fans. And we take a look back at his career via a video package. Corbin arrives and runs down Kurt Angle. He says the man in the video is not the man in the ring. He says, this man can't go. He gets tired and can't hang with the stars of today. Corbin is upset due to the fans not thinking he's not good enough to be Angle's final opponent. Baron Corbin promises that Angle will be broken and flat on his back at WrestleMania. Angle proposes that they have an exhibition match right now, and Corbin declines his request. Ray Mysterio Jr. arrives, and he wants to teach Corbin a lesson in respect. Corbin attacks Ray, but Angle makes the save and hits the Angle Slam to stand tall. So this sets up a match between Ray Mysterio Jr. and Baron Corbin for later tonight. Charlotte is interviewed, but she's not concerned about the WrestleMania stipulation for tonight. She'll break Becky's leg and beat Ronda and take it all. The Revival versus Ricochet and Aleister Black for the Raw Tag Team titles. Ricochet hits a wild over-the-post tope and wipes out the champions. Dawson hides under the ring, and he grabs Ricochet, leading to the champions winning via countout. After the match, Ricochet and Aleister, and Aleister Black lay out the champions with the Black Mask and the 630. Ron is in the back, shadowboxing. Then Alexa Bliss talks with Tyler Breeze and EC3, hyping up WrestleMania. Didi, fashion cast, did you like Tyler Breeze's new haircut? No. He's not as Prince Pretty as he used to be with that haircut. He's he's very handsome, but it's almost like when Billy Gunn cut his hair. It's it's and when Val Venus cut his, it's it's it almost loses the appeal. The only ones I remember who su- survived and succeeded post haircut are like Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. Even when Shawn Michaels cut his hair, it lost some of the spark. He lost his smile. Yeah. <laughs> 
during this hyping up of WrestleMania, Braun arrives and he gets pissed at some dudes watching Weekend Update. Of course, one is black and one is white, so Braun is pretending they're the SNL guys, and he challenges he challenges them to a match. Roman is backstage. He's interviewed about his Mania match with the Drew. Dasha asks Roman if he's 100% for Mania. He says he's 100%, or he was, until Drew rushed in and kicked his ass and left him laying. He did make it to his feet, though, at the end. So he's probably like 62.5% now. Yeah. That's going to be a hell of a match. I think that's going to be one of the sleeper matches of WrestleMania if they get enough time. If they don't get squeezed out because some, because Shane McMahon went too long waiting to jump off something. <laughs> I think that'll I think that'll be one of the best matches on the card. Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Ronda Rousey, they team up against Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Charlotte tags herself in, and then Ronda Rousey tags in. They argue, and then Ronda on bars Liv, and Liv taps out. Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda, they brawl post-match until security arrives. All three women, they fight off the security, and then the police arrive. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Becky attacks a handcuffed Ronda Rousey, and then she gets handcuffed. Charlotte then attacks Ronda Rousey, and then she gets handcuffed. So they drag them back to the back. They're kick-fighting each other. And then they happen to put Ronda and Becky in the same squad car. And they have a big kick fight that ends up breaking out the car window. They separate those ladies. Then uh, Charlotte and Becky, they get into it. And while they're getting into it, Rhonda somehow gets in the front seat of the police car and takes off and rams one police car into another police car. <laughs> and then that causes a whole another set of chaos. And then while that chaos is going on, Charlotte high knees Rhonda, who's got her head sticking out of the police car. Get out of my face! Now Rhonda tags herself in. There it goes. It's going to blow. That very volatile situation. Combustible elements. But they cannot get physically involved with one another here. And from behind, Ronda's legal rolled right through Morgan's pitfall attempt. And now Ronda, armbar, tap! Just like that. Oh, and Ronda Rousey striking Charlotte Flair. The bell rang. This is within the parameters. Yeah, the match is over. Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky will be a part of the main event at WrestleMania. No matter what happens here, as these three women now look to beat the hell out of each other. And now you see security coming from the locker room area. Well, there's been these an extra security. to make sure that the main event stays intact at WrestleMania. An extra security all around backstage area all day. They know... How dangerous, oh, 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 how vulnerable this is. All three of these women beating the hell out of these security officers. Yes, Charlotte, Rhonda, and Becky. It's only a matter of time before all hell was going to break loose between these three women. The hell's here. Yeah, it's look, broken loose. Yeah, law enforcement officials now heading down to the ring to separate these three women. Rhonda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. One of the cops went down. They're going to cuff on the Rousey. She knocked the police officer down. Exactly. That's what's going to happen when you when you strike a law enforcement officer. However, I don't think it was intentional. Oh, come on. Becky Lynch down. Rousey's handcuffed. Rousey was handcuffed. And Lynch went right after her. they got to cut Lynch now. 
That was real classy, Becky. Charlotte Flair just watching on. Again! Charlotte Flair striking a handcuff, Rousey! Somebody get this under control! Handcuff Flair! Oh, no, Charlotte's going to get cuffed. Officials. Oh, come on! Charlotte's going to be waiting for the perfect opportunity. Lynch. Becky handcuffed as well! Oh, it's unfortunate this had to end up this way. It was just chaos in a good way. What a mess. <laughs> it was great. It was it foolish. Was it was. So foolish. So unbased in reality. I was like, how did Brody get in the front seat and, and drive the car? Well, she could have got in the front seat. She was halfway in there when she was kicking Becky, but how she put the car in drive? But right. Again, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's DC cops, so they probably didn't have the car in park. <laughs> so, you know. No, the funny thing is the cop in the back of calm down. You better stop yelling at them like he's their father. And they told him to calm down. They like not listening to him at all. So foolish. So fun, but so foolish. So, you know, so they were some videos were floating around where they was putting the videos to different music. One was like the Benny Hill theme song. And then another one was to um, Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah. It was like a bunch of videos just floating around where it was just had them fighting the different songs and everything. That is amazing. And also, Rhonda no soul that need from Charlotte. She sure did. <laughs> she sure did. Oh, what an asshole. I can't with her. Like, it was a perfect knee strike. And right. And just, later, here you go, jaw jacking again. Could you at least pretend to be woozy? Right. For four seconds? Be hurt. <laughs> oh, I hate her. She's wanting to get up and just run her mouth again. Definitely one of the more entertaining segments on Monday Night Raw in quite some time. 
definitely set the mood right for the go home for this particular match. I think everybody is all jazzed up for it now after seeing that um, display between those three ladies. So good job. Good writing. Good creative. Heavy Machinery, they got a win over Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. They hit the compactor, and uh, Bobby Roode gave Chad Gable that death stare. So um, the turn is coming, y'all. Braun, he power slammed both those jobbers at the same time, and he got the win. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush arrive. Charlie interviews Lashley about Sunday's match versus Finn Balor. Leo says Lashley isn't concerned and calls Balor a fluke. On Sunday, Lashley will beat Balor and move on to his after party. Lashley isn't concerned about the demon. They are one and the same, and Lashley dominates Finn Balor. Balor appears on the screen. We get special effects, and the demon appears. Finn says he'll bring out the demon for the IC title in Bobby Lashley. Where was the demon for Brock Lesnar? Like I said, Vince go waste the demon when he knows he wants Finn to win. Dang. I mean, we all about black wrestlers over here, but I mean, wasting the demon on Bobby Lashley? Really? Dude, I've seen you wrestle 27 times in the last three months on Monday Night Raw. I just don't get it. <sighs> Main event of the evening. Something else nobody got. Baron Corbin versus Rey Mysterio. Rey hits an enziguri in a 619. Rey heads up top and a frog splash misses. Ray fights off the power bomb, but he runs into the deep six, and Baron Corbin wins. Baron Corbin is celebrating. He's going up the ramp, and Kurt Angle attacks him. Kurt Angle locks on the ankle lock post-match, and Baron Corbin is screaming and tapping. And that is how your Monday Night Raw ends for this week. Very underwhelming go-home edition to Monday Night Raw. Only one good segment. Right. For a whole three-hour show, I swear, mm. man, they they underperformed on this one. A whole three hours. You got a rating this week, Miss Didi? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. So that would be I Neil. forget. I forget why, but actually, I saw part of it because I saw Rhonda. Right, you did see that thing. part. Yeah, I saw that part because I was mad when she no sold the knee. Yeah, but you was happy because they was fucking her up though. It was fun. It was fun. But, like, certain things. First of all, I, you know I don't like Rhonda, but I did enjoy when she punched Charlotte in the neck. It was great. Perfect. And then, <laughs> you know, when they put them in the same cop car together, I was like, oh, I see. Shenanigans. Cool. Like, this is where we're going with it. I love it. Because if you're not going to be realistic, let's be very unrealistic. And they carried on that unrealism. Unrealisticness? Yeah. Onto SmackDown. But in the interim, one star. <laughs> I'll be a little bit more generous. I'll give him two. Because that that the strength of that melee was real strong. Okay. Maurice, out of five, you got a rating? Uh 1.5. Now it's time for Miss Didi Jonet's SmackDown Matters report. Yeah, my cable decided not to work, so I didn't see it. But this is what I had heard had happened. It was in Baltimore, right? Yep. It started with the Kevin Owens show. AJ and Orton were the guests. Owens brings up Orton ruining um, Kurt Angle's last match or match last week with AJ Styles. He said he's proud of what he did. 
And Sal says, Orton has been around for almost 20 years and only knows one move. Ooh. He also brings up Orton failing his drug test. Orton says that Styles was as good as he thinks he was. He'd have been here a long time ago. Orton says hard work doesn't pay off. Facts. And your legacy is now corporate, bitch. Um, Owens is a genius. He leaves. And they brawl. Um, AJ springboards into the RKO. And Orton stands tall, unfortunately. The funniest part of the Kevin Owens show is when he takes it, gets his ass up out of his seat and walks off before they start fighting. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, he was gone. I looked up and he was just walking up the uh, walking up the um towards the back. I said, "Oh, he got the hell out of dodge." He said, "Not my monkeys, not my circus, not my mat." Um. Okay. Next was the Usos, Aleister Black and Ricochet versus The Bar, Rusev and Nakamura. So a four on four. Jay hits the Samoan drop and tags in Jimmy, who runs wild, but Nakamura makes the save. There's a breakdown. The big move buffet happens. Jay tags in, and the Usos double kick, double super kick Rusev for the win. We're happy. We're happy. Alexa arrives and books the Usos versus The Bar, Rusev and Nakamura, and Black and words. She creates the match that they have at WrestleMania that we already played who you got for. Long story, not so long. Afterwards, the team's all brawl, and Ricochet hits a big dive. I presume it's one of those ones where he falls on everybody. Correct. Yeah. Yep. See? It was like I was there. Before you move on, um, mm-hmm. how was Aleister Black's uh, entrance live? Uh, that entrance was crazy. As they set it up real quickly, and then next thing you know, He's just, he pops up and then he comes down and, you know, the um, white smoke is just everywhere. <laughs> yep. It's worth seeing it in, um, it's worth seeing it in person. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all know I'll be watching other things while I do this. And I've seen some things, but I can't get into this because I don't need a five-hour show. The double iconics Don's favorite team arrive. They comment on the men's tag division in their title in their tag title match. They run down their opponents and remind us that they already pinned the champions, she means Sasha and Bailey, and they plan to win at WrestleMania. Um, they show us footage of the melee in DC. The Miserives. WrestleMania means different things to different people, you know. But Miz says he's the best version of himself. He's more motivated than ever and will prove it in five days. Shane arrives and says he just wants to watch and make the makes the ring announcer give his introduction as the best in the world. This all prefaces a match with Sanity, a three-on-one match specifically. Um, at some point, uh, Shane comes back and makes the match with Sanity a no false count anywhere. False count anywhere. False count anywhere match. So they end up brawling backstage. Uh, Eric Young and the Miz do. But Killian Dane makes the save and attacks. Um, they're brawling all the way outside. And Miz crushes uh, Eric Young with a production box and pins him for Z-Win. While this is all happening, you can see that the police are dropped. The D.C. police. <laughs> in the D.C. police car are dropping off Becky Lynch in Baltimore. Now, for those of you who aren't you know, aware of the logistics between D.C. and Baltimore, the police aren't dropping anybody off in a city a good 45 <laughs> minutes away on a good day. 
but this is a Tuesday. Tuesday night, mind Tuesday you. night, middle of rush hour or in the tail end of. So we live a kayfabe life. So go with it. The D.C. police dropped off Becky Lynch in Baltimore because that's what they do. Yes. Corey informs us that all three main eventers were released from jail on their own recognizance and introduces Becky Lynch. She grabs the mic, stands on the announce table, says it's good to be free. Also, Ronda Rousey took a picture on her Twitter of her mugshot. Becky Lynch took a picture of a coffee mug and hashtagged it mugshot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Becky already got arrested and she already did that, so she already beat Ronda to the punch. Exactly. So it's like even even then she still went God bless Becky. Uh I love it. So she says last year she and Charlotte were friends and Wanda was about to debut. Some thought it would be Rhonda versus Charlotte, but she flipped the script and now she's a part of the Mania main event. On Sunday the revolution continues and explodes when winner takes all and she makes one of the dope one of those dopes and becomes double champion. Man, I was thinking in the back of that cop car, what a difference a year makes. Man. Yeah, this time last year, myself and Charlotte, we were the best of friends. Ronda Rousey was about to make her debut at WrestleMania. It, it was like all the stars were aligned to get the queen and the baddest woman on the planet into the main event of this year's WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, that was until I smacked the smugness off of Charlotte Flair's face at SummerSlam. That, that one strike, that one strike changed everything. I was determined at that point that I was going to do whatever it took to fight to get into this year's WrestleMania. And look at us now. MetLife Stadium, 80,000 people. The first time ever the women are the main event of WrestleMania. The queen, the baddest woman on the planet, and the man. Going head to head to head. My revolution, our revolution, the real revolution. That started last year at SummerSlam with a slap is gonna explode this Sunday. When the winner takes all and I make one of them dope stop. So the next time you see me, lads, I'm gonna be the champ that I knew I always was the double champ! The mic has been dropped and the statement has been made. The man, Becky Lynch, with an opportunity to leave WrestleMania with all the gold. Could Becky Lynch's dream come true this Sunday at WrestleMania? Can I tell you that all of this journey between how Becky was and who she is now all started with SummerSlam? I'm going to put the good juju on me and Jade up at that bar on SummerSlam Sunday. 
Y'all were talking about this? Y'all were talking about Becky Lynch needing something to happen for her? Yeah, she lost, and we were all sad. And then she punched, well, whatever she did to Charlotte. And yeah, she everybody, punched her in the mouth. Everybody in that bar went wild. Everybody was happy. And that momentum is fluctuated, but it really hasn't slowed down in all those months later. And I just want to say congratulations, because WWE knows how to fuck up momentum. Well, hold on. Here's another thing that I know. They showed the video package of the women's evolution, and at the end of that, they show Becky hugging on Ronda, and I said, ooh, that relationship deteriorated very quickly. They were friends? <laughs> well, she just hugged at the end because she beat she beat Nikki Bella. Ronda oh, Nikki Bella oh, yeah, that was that good two months where everybody hated Nikki Bella when she came back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And then Ronda... You know John Cena got a new girlfriend? I, I saw. <laughs> mm. she, does she look like Nikki Bella? Uh, ish, Brunette. ish. <laughs> but she has like a, a job, like she's like some engineer or some such. He didn't go straight Robin Thicke, straight up like identical. No, no, because that's creepy. She's more like you have a type. Your type is brunette, a little swarthy, a little ethnic, but not too ethnic. You know, I think he he kept with that. But she's nothing like her. Like okay. no fake boobs. Got a job that's not like. I show off my body, but she's a pretty girl because you know, you know how y'all are. What else would she be? Yeah. Well, congratulations to John Cena. I mean, I don't care, but it was interesting because when my cable was working, I had to reset my box, but my internet was working, so I saw a scroll and it said John Cena's mystery woman. I said mystery woman. I was like much more curious than I ought to have been. Anyway, none of that matters. The big match of everybody. By that I mean the Hardys, Heavy Machinery, R-Truth, Naomi, Asuka, Nikki Cross, and Carmella versus the Good Brothers, EC3, oh, he's got a match, Shelton, Andrade, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Lana, and Zelina Vega. That's a lot going on. Naomi and Mandy are in, because remember, they still hate each other. They tag out the truth on Andrade. There's a dance break. It breaks down the ref. Rings the bell. There is a no contest. Nobody wins. Nobody loses. They all brawl and toss each other over the top. Oscar tosses Jeff Hardy. Come on, icon, to stand tall and hype the battle royals. Yeah, that was good. You kind of saw that coming. As soon as she he threw him out, and the next he threw whoever he threw out, and the next thing you know, I'm like, she's gonna toss him out, and Jeff Hardy went over the top rope. I mean, that's the least they could do considering the last week they put Oscar through. Pretty much. Yeah. You, you still got to give her her sh- I'm still a bad bitch. Please be aware. Oh, do you think Ronda Rousey's little bitch, um, MMA bitch friends will come help her win the title? Hmm. You never know. You never, See, never know. Had, had they done this right, it could have it could have been MMA girls Versus the four horsewomen versus Team Japan. But don't nobody want to do things the right way. So that's what we got. Anyway, Samoa Joe faced um, Mustafa Ali again. I don't, I'm not calling him Ali. His name is Mustafa Ali. He went up top, missed the 450, and Joe choked him out. I know you're shocked. Joe's like, quit, go to sleep. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I know you're shocked. Um, Daniel Bryan and Kofi have to sign their contract. Michael Cole, for whatever reason, is the host of this segment. Daniel Bryan comes out first with his hemp belt. He is joined by Kofi. Uh, Rowan, Woods, and Biggie are all there. The crowd loves Kofi because Kofi Mania is where it's at. 
He said a lot of things, but he tells the fans to that the big takeaway of Kofi Kingston's story is not to be complacent like Kofi has been for 11 years. And I just want to say, read me down, Daniel Bryan. Goddamn. <laughs> he also says to not sit on the sidelines and have others push you to the top. Finally, he says, don't mistake a fad for reality. He said he's been where Kofi is. It feels great, but you don't feed off them. They feed off you like parasites. And once they are done with you, they will discard you. Daniel Bryan says this is the best it will ever get for Kofi. And Kofi cuts him off. He says he knows nothing about him. He won his title early on. And Kofi watched. And he said his 11-year struggle has led to this chance. And Daniel Bryan is afraid. Because essentially, if he is Daniel Bryan, then that means he wins, basically. He'll become the champion. He signs a contract. He's like, now check that. And then that's how you smack down answer the week. People were getting antsy because he was taking too long to sign that damn contract. Listen, don't trust anything till 10-on-1. That's what the whole day when they was like, is something going to happen? Is something going to happen? And next thing you know, <laughs> that WWE logo came up and the show was over. And y'all probably did a good deep sigh of relief. Well, we did. I was like, thank you. The, hold on, the funny thing was I was sitting um, on the side where uh, Miz and Sanity fought way fought and it was just crazy you know just being over there and seeing the action that close up <laughs> now you had a story about your seats oh yeah so I arrived at my seat and there was a young lady two young ladies sitting on the row I was supposed to be sitting at I had the first seat they had two or three the one young lady had her food and her bag on my seat and didn't want to move. She quit an attitude because mm-hmm. she had to she had to move her stuff out my seat. So me being the chill gentleman that I am, I Kicked like it? yes, chill. You you, mm-hmm. you heard the four letter word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I grabbed my took my food and went and sat over by the guardrail where the wrestlers come out. And that's how I got the nice pictures that came out that was taken um for the show. And the one came and claimed those seats so I was good so now let the young lady have that one because I got better seats and I got to see you know the wrestlers come out and all that other good stuff but wrestling fans of Baltimore they don't play when they come they don't play they, they don't want to give them seats they want to you know it's, it's, it's real tight the ring the Baltimore uh, Royal Farms Arena is real tight so it's just like you gotta get in when you fit in look here player if you want to use your seat to, um, if you want to use this seat for food and um, holding your purse, you need to buy three seats. <laughs> but hey, like I said, I got a better seat and got better pictures. So I was like, she, I said, you know, it was a win-win. I was like, Cause I'm not going back over there. I was like, I'm not going to argue with the white woman over no wrestling seat. I was like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I threw her shit on the floor. <laughs> I, almost, I started to, but I was like, goddamn seat. That didn't mean, the pace had me was like, why didn't you? I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> they always try that. Now, mind you, they tried that with me at Takeover, but I was like two hours late to Takeover, so it's like I understand. But I'm here now, and I paid, so move. Thanks so much. They, like, just, uh, they just be looking at you like, like you weren't here. I'm like it, it doesn't matter, right? It, it doesn't matter. It, like, it didn't. It didn't <laughs> once you're here by, if you're not here by eight oh one, the seat is up for grabs. Nigga, move. I asked you to move, and then I'm gonna tell you to move. And what, what are you gonna do? You're gonna move. Yes, right. you are. Listen, 
I can't with people. I don't like it when people are in my seat. Like, oof. And I be in people's seat all the time, but you know what happens when they come? I move. Like, it's very simple. Get out of my seat that I paid for. They tried that with me at us. That black ass movie. You gonna try to take my seat, Mr. White Man, <laughs> at us? And it wasn't even a good seat. Like, yeah, it was close to the middle, but there was somebody else on the other side of him. You could have been in your correct seat and had your whole left side to yourself. Get out of my seat. A review of that movie? What did you think of us? Um, What's in the tunnels? And am I in the tunnel? And I don't realize that this is the tunnel? Or is she down in the tunnel ready to snatch me the next time I go into a haunted house? Do I just need to avoid the hall of mirrors? Like, what do I need to do? So you're still processing what you saw. No, I know what I saw. I just don't know if I'm in the tunnel or not. And if, if all I need to do is avoid, cause listen, the tunnels exist. Even in DC, there are old subway stations that nobody uses that are around. They turned one of them into an art gallery. So I know that there, I know, He's right that there are tunnels and certain things and underground bullshit that everybody don't know what it is and everybody don't keep it up to date, right? So the idea that, you know, they already sell your DNA with 23andMe and I gave it up because what did I tell you? I said, I don't care if they make a clone, but bitch, what if they make a clone? Like, what if the clone is in the tunnels? Like, is she coming to take my place? She's going to be mighty disappointed. But, like, what if she do? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I got questions. I got concerns. Very ambitious project, though. Yeah. I knew, who she, I knew she was who she was, though. Just in case y'all ain't seen us yet. Oh, I saw it. I, I knew what it was. I ain't trusted even from the beginning. It was some, it was some, twist, some twisty braids. Mm-mm. I didn't trust her hairstyle. <laughs> it's like an Ember Moon situation, huh? Yeah. Sometimes it's it's the little details. That and that she couldn't snap on beat. Third of all, who snaps to I got five on it? Like, even if she wasn't right. beat, nobody, you don't snap along to that song. That's not how that works. So, yeah. I don't trust her. Well, you know what you can trust? Subscribing to the WrestleCast through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. So now it's time to talk about some NXT. NXT TakeOver New York takes place this Friday night. Friday night, as it's a change from what it has been the past several years, as they're changing NXT in the Hall of Fame. So now the Hall of Fame will take place on the Saturday night that usually had the NXT slot, and now NXT will take over the Friday night slot. That was usually reserved for the Hall of Fame. The winner of this week's poll for the hashtag for this week's takeover live tweet will be Notorious NXT cast as it won the poll over. I voted for. Huh? That's what you voted for? Mm-hmm. Over NXT cast, baby, baby. So thank you to everybody who voted. And we will spread love the Brooklyn way on Friday night with the hashtag Notorious NXT cast as our hashtag for our live tweet of NXT TakeOver New York. So our first match will be P. 
Pete Dunne defending the NXT UK Championship against Walter. Miss Didi Jone, you don't have to take the official notes. We can just play for fun. Oh, wonderful. Who you got? I wasn't planning on it. I'm ready for Pete Dunne to go ahead and lose his title. All right. She's got Walter. Maurice, who you got? <sighs> I'm saying with Pete Dunne. <laughs> You know, it's going to be a crazy match, but that's what I'm sticking with. Yeah, I feel like Pete Dunne is going to win as well. Just something about the bruiser weight. I like him as champion. I do too, but I'm over it. Something new, something different. He's going he to end up being a British Brock Lesnar, but at least he'd be around. <laughs> it's been like 630-something days or 14 days or something like that. That's too many NXT Tag Team Championship match. We have the War Raiders facing off against Ricochet and Aleister Black. Maurice, who you got? Um, War Raiders retain. All right. Miss Didi Jone? Uh, Yeah, sure. I'll go with the War Raiders. All right. Same here. Aleister Black and Ricochet can't win everything this weekend. The Velveteen Dream defends his North American Championship. Against Matt Riddle. Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? Um, listen, Team Black. But I kind of do like Matt Riddle, but yeah, I'll go with him. What's his name? Velveteen. Velveteen Dream? Yeah, the Dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maurice, you, you sticking with Velveteen Dream as well? Yeah, still going, sticking with Velveteen. I don't know, man. This could be the one. This could be the. This could be the night where he loses and then he he makes his way. Ew, no. 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 Keep him keep him in NXT. If Triple H loves him, he will keep that boy up in NXT until Vince has a heart attack and just can't come to work no more. <laughs> you know, evil never dies, but it can be incapacitated, so <laughs> Yeah, I'm hoping Velveteen Dream wins as well. I'd like to see him be NXT champion, not just North American champion before he does make it up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. NXT Women's Championship match. The champion Shayna Baszler is defending against Kari Sane, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair. Mo, who you got? Um... Not Kyrie, the other one. Eo Shirai? Yes. All right. One vote for Captain Eo. Miss Didi Jonet? Uh, I'm Team Black, so I got Bianca Belair. Me too. This is the one that I'm like, everybody's talking about Kofi. Like, I want Bianca to win the championship too. We can be, <laughs> we can have two black champions <laughs> at midnight on Sunday. This thing goes right. This is very interesting because I think it's time for Shanna Baszler to move up to main roster. She's done pretty much all she can do. They need to mm-hmm. somehow figure out how to get Kari Sane and Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks and Bailey popping off. Mm. So that leaves by default Bianca Belair. <laughs> so hopefully that's what comes of this. It'd be awesome to see her win the championship on Friday night. And then our main event, two out of three falls for the NXT Championship. Johnny Gargano faces off against Adam Cole. Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? Adam Cole. 
Baby. Mo, who you got? Um, well, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I'm gonna go Johnny Wrestling as well. I think I think he's gonna get the uh, championship, even though it's not from Tommaso Ciampa. I think the story ends with him walking out as NXT champion finally. So. Should be an awesome takeover. As always, every match is a championship match. Uh, They moved it from Saturday to Friday so it won't be so fresh. So it won't just totally upstage WrestleMania like it did last year and the year before that. Or they don't want to run neck and neck with that ROH New Japan show in Madison Square. Yeah, that too. Forgot about that. But yeah, that's definitely probably the biggest reason why. Because that's going on at the same night, but that that would have been one hell of a fucking competition, though. Be like, we ain't moving. So what you got, Madison Square Garden? That would have been that would have been cool. Like, who would have won? Like, you had two big events going on. Who would have won? <laughs> right. And Vince played chicken and got out the way. <laughs> nah, Vince blocked it, and then Sinclair was like, "Hey, man, we got more money than you. You don't want to take this to court." And Vince was like, yeah, you're right. Well, this week's NXT, we had some jobbers take on the War Raiders in a non-title match. Rowe throws Hanson in the jobber number one. Then they use a tandem pop-up power slam to beat the jobbers. After the match, the War Raiders say they're using tonight to send the message to Aleister Black and Ricochet. They want them to watch as they call out the second team. So we get Adrian Jowd and Cesar Bononi versus the War Raiders in a non-title match. The champs set up their power bomb power slam combo. Rowe is tagged in to be the legal man. The War Raiders hit Fallout, and it's all over. Get a video package to hype Pete Dunn versus Walter for the United Kingdom Championship. It will take place at Takeover New York. Dunn's reign is nearing 700 days. Earlier today, Candice LeRae she arrived at Full Sail. She was interviewed about Johnny Gargano's big match at Takeover. She says she's excited for him, but is also going to be watching the NXT Women's title match because she wants to be a champion. Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne interrupt. Aaliyah says Candice will be a failure, just like her husband. Vanessa says she wasn't created to be a champion. Division deems her a lower. Candice says they seem to know a lot about failures. Candice says she will earn her title shot and she'll start by knocking out Aaliyah next week. Jackson Riker with the Forgotten Sons faces off against Oni Lorcan with Danny Birch. We get a pair of running European uppercuts by Oni Lorcan. Oni Lorcan adds some running corner shots, but he, then he gets turned inside out with the clothesline. We get a sit-out powerbomb by Jackson Riker, and Jackson Riker gets the win. We get a video package that hypes up Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole in the two out of three falls match for the NXT title at TakeOver. We get another video package. This one is focused on Matt Riddle versus the Velveteen Dream. Then a recap is shown of the feud between Dominic Dijak and Keith Lee. They wrestled to a double countout five weeks ago and then brought up the performance center the following week. Earlier in the day, Keith Lee was asked about when they'd have their rematch. Lee notes how they were quote unquote bumped from the event because of their PC incident. He says that he is an event. He took the initiative to speak with William Regal and officially announces that he will face Dijakovic in two weeks. Next week, it's announced that Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel will take on the Street Profits. 
plus Aaliyah goes one-on-one with Candice LeRae. Main event time, Bianca Belair takes on Kari Sane. Bianca ducks the back fist and hits the release double chicken wing slam. That's when Shayna Baszler hits the ring and attacks Bianca for the DQ. Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir help Shayna with the attack. Io Shirai runs out to even the odds. All six women brawl as officials try to t- get control. The rest of the women's locker room runs out to help. Bianca press slams Lacey Lane onto the crowd standing on the outside. Io Shirai knocks Bianca out and then she hits a moonsault onto everyone. Io Shirai walks over and she grabs the NXT women's title. Io poses with it on the inside as Kari Sane looks on and the rest of the women are laid out. And that is how this week's NXT ended. Mm. Yep. Oh yeah, the uh, the press slam by Bianca Lacey Lane onto the crowd was pretty impressive. They were having a really good match until uh, until Shayna Baszler hit the ring and did the DQ thing. I was thinking, I was thinking they was going the women like was gonna come out and attack them for how they was interrupting matches over the past couple of months. Right, but it was more like they came in there to try to break up the six women right. fighting and then it turned into like a big brawl so it all kind of worked itself out in the end but yeah it was cool to see Io Shirai do her moonsault and pose with the belt get everybody all teased up that she could possibly be the champion so that was NXT for this week check it out folks it was really fun easy watch as always Mr. Maurice, if there's anything else that you'd like to talk about from SmackDown, let us know, man. Um, no, it's just funny. They was when Miz and Eric Young fought out, went was going outside, and they fought. And then next, thing you know, Becky Lynch pulls up in the DC police officer car and looking like she's just looking at Eric Young like so tragic. <laughs> um. I don't know, the, the crowd was pro all lives for some odd reason. It was like a lot of cheers, a lot of, a lot of yelling going on. For, like they was rooting for um, Randy Orton when he popped the um, the RKO from out of nowhere. And I was kind of like concerned about that. Like, what are y'all doing? I'd be conflicted every time he does it because it is cool. But then, it, then I have to remember, oh, shit, that's Randy Orton. Right. Um. Um, it's been, um, I mean, it was, it was, like I said, it was a cool night. You know, crowd was definitely hot for Kofi. Um, they was definitely hot for him. So, you know, that was, um, that was great to see. Um, like I said, it was pretty much a cool go home show, you know, just had to see what, what the results of WrestleMania is going to be. Missy Jonay mm-hmm. put a percentage on Kofi being the champion. At the end of WrestleMania on Sunday night, what do you feel? Like eleven. <laughs> you know she going she going for it. Not um, everybody black. You no, know, fuck Bobby Lashley. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In the words of my mom, they don't want no black person representing WWE. Okay. As a champion. So, um, no question. Um, what you think about Jim Ross standing with all elite? Oh, we knew it was going to happen once he got out of his um, contract. I mean, it's the worst kept secret in wrestling that him and Chris Jericho were going to be a part of it. Um, 
for them, it's exactly what they need. They, they're going to need somebody to be quality control to make sure that all their crazy ideas doesn't don't get on TV. That there is somebody to be like, nah, I don't think we need to have uh, penis druids uh, on this particular show. We could save it for the house show, though. And I think that's what Jim Ross will provide. And he'll be probably the main guy handling like the talent since he used to have that role in uh, WWF. As far as, uh, you know, talent relations, acquiring talent, releasing, hiring, firing guys, dealing with guys, bad attitudes and stuff like that. And then um, they were saying that Chris Jericho was saying that, you know, he wanted to promote, you know, get some guys on the show to promote WrestleMania. And he's kind of blackballed from the company because he's with all elite. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, I mean, I, I expected, but he was just, <laughs> I guess he just thought they would just. They just be cool and just be like, hey, come on the podcast. And like, ah, no. He was like, you want to send some guys to the podcast to promote WrestleMania? And they said, no, it wouldn't be a good idea because you were all elite. And he said, I'm basically blackballed from the company. And some people, he said, I said, well. <laughs> yeah, man. Vince don't do that intermingling shit. Once you decide that you're not riding with WWE no more, you all the way out the fold, no matter who you are. Now, so Jim, Ross, Jim Ross is going to see that. <laughs> going to feel that door slam behind them too. Yeah, now if what you do folds and like it turns into dust right underneath you and Vince can have the last laugh, yeah, he'll welcome you back. No problem. But if this thing is super successful and Chris Jericho gets to the point where he don't really need to come back to WWE, now yeah, he'll be forgotten news. So, Miss Didi Janae, besides Rhonda taking this L that she deserves on Sunday night, what else are you looking forward to for this year's WrestleMania? I'm looking forward to nothing because it's six hours minimum, and I'm tired. I'm getting old. I don't have the wherewithal for 15 matches. <laughs> I just don't. I ain't got it in me no more. Maurice, I asked you the same question. Besides the women's main event, what other match or matches are you looking forward to in this year's card? Definitely Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Um, that's probably about it. That's, I mean, this this card wasn't didn't really grab me. You know, like they could have built a proper program for Oscar over these past couple over these past couple of months. They could have, but they chose not to. And a lot of wrestling. You know, blogs were saying was the right decision to have the title on Charlotte going into WrestleMania. I'm like, no, you could have. Hey, I mean, bad enough Charlotte was added to the match, but you know, you take the title off of Oscar and you have women over there on SmackDown who could have challenged her for the title. So it's like I feel bad for Oscar because she she worked, you know, she works hard. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't slack on her craft, and they just shafted her just so. They could just add another element to this match. In my estimation, if they wanted to have Beth Phoenix be on WrestleMania so bad, they should have had Beth Phoenix wrestle Oscar. That could have worked. And that would have been like, that would have made Beth Phoenix interesting. And it would have been a hell of a match. Oscar could win, and it would just solidify Oscar as a badass and keep on moving towards. Oscar versus Becky, because if you remember, 
Becky tapped out to Oscar at um, what was that Survivor Series? Yes. Or, 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 no, it might have, no, it was Royal Rumble. No, she actually made um, Becky tap at um, Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was Royal Rumble. So, you know, Oscar could keep the SmackDown belt. Becky could win the Raw belt, and then Oscar could be like, "Hey, you may think you're the man, but you ain't be me." And then we can unify the belts, and then we can have a, one big story. But my thing is, you would think Oscar would want Ronda's head because she has been thrown on her side. You know, last wrestle, last Royal Rumble, last year Royal Rumble win. After she won, she comes out, steals her shine. Then she has a hand in her winning the um, the SmackDown Women's Title. You know, so it's like. She should want Ronda's fade, that fade from Ronda, you know, almost immediately. But now she's going to be in a pre-show. Yeah, she's more than likely going to win the Battle Royal and get the Uterus Trophy. I mean, when they only won it, they didn't do anything with her. It was just like, you would think she would have, you know, won, she would have got a title shot or something, but it didn't happen. It's just... Nobody who wins the WrestleMania Battle Royal ever has anything happen to their career afterwards. Look at Cesaro. Look at, um, I think, I think Jeff Hardy won it one year, or Matt Hardy, one of the Hardy boys. Yeah, Matt won Hardy, it, won Matt, it. it was Matt Hardy who won. Yeah, it. Matt Hardy won it. Look, so I mean, it's not like it's a stepping stone to bigger and brighter things. It's just, yay, WrestleMania moment. Yep, and it's just like we're here, so now we just have to see who's what's going to happen. You know, what like what what you know that's gonna be like a whole half of our day just watching WrestleMania, just sitting there watching it. <laughs> uh, Miss Ejene, mm-hmm. what is on your menu for WrestleMania? What type of uh, keto deliciousness are you gonna have? Oh. Plan anything, but what I have at the house, I have a chicken. So you know, I could always be a stereotypical ethnic and just make some chicken with a side of veggies, fake fried rice or cauliflower. I could do that. And I have pasta. I'm probably gonna eat the pasta before someday. I could make more pasta. Hmm, we'll see. Mo underscore Reese. What you got on your menu, man? What you thinking about? I don't even know. <laughs> just like whenever I'm in the mood for, I probably just order something and just be like, "Hey, let's." I'll just eat. What about you? I'm going full Negro ribs. What else? Oh well, I I can I can see that. <laughs> Ooh, you want to play a quick game? Always now for a quick game. Can you name the one male superstar who has been in all five uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal matches? Or all six? Yeah, one, two, three, six. Like all six. six. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good question. Oh, it is a good question. It's got to be somebody who's a. Oh. Kurt Hawkins. I mean, not Kurt Hawkins, the other one, Zack Ryder. <laughs> No. Was it him? Close. He was in You said Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder has been in three. 
Kurt Hawkins has been in two. But somebody's been in all of them? Mm-hmm. A couple people have been in five, but there's only one who's been in all six. Come on, Mo. You got to give us a guess. You, who did you say before? You said Kurt Hawkins? I said Zack Ryder. Before you said Zack Ryder, you said Kurt Hawkins. That was right. very close. Kurt yes. Axel? No, not alphabetically. Oh. Think aesthetically. Think gingery. He's Slater? Yep. Wow. He got kids, so yeah. he needs he to do as many matches kids. as possible. A lot of kids, a lot of matches. Yep. Well, that's all right for O'Heath. Yeah. Let's see. Bo Dallas, <laughs> Curtis Axel, Fandango, and Goldust, and Connor, uh, and Victor, and Titus O'Neil have all been in five. But Heath Slater is the only one who has been in all six. Some WrestleMania trivia right here before the big weekend provided by Miss Didi Jonet. You're welcome. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. So, Mo underscore Reese at this time, man, let the people know how they can follow you on Twitter and give them your shout outs and thank yous. Yeah, Mo underscore Reese. Um, you'll find me, I guess. <laughs> um, shout outs, uh, you, Daughter DD. Um, shout outs to, to um, see Giggles. Um, Jubilee Julep, um, everybody who be follow who be tweeting with us, um, Monday nights, Tuesdays, paper views, <laughs> and some interesting characters will be on those hashtags. I'll just say that <laughs> very interesting, but you know, that's another conversation for another day. But, um, yeah, shout out to and shout out, shout out to everybody, Mel too. Because you know, Mel gets shout outs. Sorry, I took your line, DD, but. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> All right. Miss Didi Jeanette, your thank yous and shout outs. Um, shout out to uh, you. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to Mel. Because again, always get shout outs. Shout out to Greg. Shout out to Jay. Susan Max. Um, that new episode of My 600 Pound Life is crazy. Yo. Why they always got a man and I don't ever get no man? Mm. <laughs> That'd be a wild thing. You see that? How you get a relationship in? <laughs> Ain't none of them single and don't none of them pay bills. Teach me your ways. <laughs> Learn me. Um, so shout out to Dr. Now, I guess. Um, yeah, that's it. I'd like to give a thank you and a shout out to Miss Didi Jonet. I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Mo underscore Reese for joining us this week on the WrestleCast. Give a shout out to Magnum Prime out there. Hope everything's going well with you, man. Give a shout out to Sam. Have fun at WrestleMania, brother. Enjoy yourself. Give a shout out to Anwar Starwin. He's going to be at the MSG show, ROH, in uh, New Japan. So enjoy yourself, brother. Uh, we're going to also have a hashtag for that event on Saturday night. Hashtag cast of strong style to share your commentary with color on the MSG Supercard. Uh, that's going to be a great show. Everybody needs to check that out. 
get on New Japan World. I think it might even be on Access TV. But find a way to watch that. The hashtag for Friday night, Notorious NXT cast for our live tweet of NXT TakeOver New York. And hashtag ManiaCast will be our hashtag for Sunday night as we live tweet WrestleMania starting at 7 p.m. Please head over to CSPN.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Support one of our many sponsors. Do some shopping to help keep the WrestleCast free each and every week. Also, be sure to head over to the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Check out the dark match. You can check out me and Maurice breakdown. 205 Live and the dark matches that took place uh, before and after SmackDown this week. So please go over to the dark match and hear our post and pre-show conversations from this week. And again, just join us this weekend in some form or fashion for one of our many hashtags this WrestleMania weekend. Share your commentary with color. We look forward to interacting with everyone. Also, on Twitter, you can vote. Tell us who you got. For this weekend's matchups, NXT and WrestleMania vote on the official Twitter app on our polls. And you can tell us who you think are going to be victorious this weekend at WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver. So for our special guest, Mo underscore Reese, my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonay. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and This has been episode 231 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Kofi, I know you're going to sign this contract, and I know that I'm going to go on to face you for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. And I am not here to stop you from signing this contract. I am out here to educate the masses, just like I have been doing all along. And this, you can listen if you want, but this is for everybody. If you could please shut up while I'm trying to educate you. So here is the life lesson. Do not be complacent. Do not be complacent the way that Kofi Kingston has been complacent. Don't think that good is good enough for 11 years. Do not think that a little bit of success is enough success for 11 years. Here is your life lesson. Do not be complacent. But here is the truth, Kofi. I want you to suck all this in because for you this is the best it's ever going to be for months we have had to listen to you as you claim to educate all of us now it's time for you to sit there shut your mouth while i educate you
You claim to, to be what I am. You claim to be me. You claim to know what I'm feeling. The more I hear you talk, the more I realize that you don't know a damn thing about me. You became world heavyweight champion within the first two years of you coming to WWE. And I watched that. No, not as a bystander. No, no. I watched it. I observed it. I watched it. I understood it. Here's the thing. I'll cut to all the chase. I'll cut through everything, man. You don't know me, Daniel. You've not been through what I've been through. 11 years, and I've not had a singles match for the WWE Championship. And that's okay, because it's all led to this moment. It's all led to this, Daniel. I see it in your eyes, man. I can see it by the way that you, you tremble when I'm in the ring with you. I can see it by the mind games that you're trying to play. You know that I am ready. The one thing that we have in common, the one common thread to this story is that you know what all of this feels like. You know what all this feels like, man. And you're scared as hell. And you should be because you know what comes next. What comes next? Is it WrestleMania? I beat you. And I become... The WWE Champion!